My name is Max, Max Payne. And in case you're wondering if the crypto world has encountered me yet, some say yes, but some say no. What we know for sure is that Michael Saylor may be in trouble for tax fraud. Crypto.com accidentally transferred more than $10 million to a customer. And Samsung hopes to open a crypto exchange in Korea next year. There are predictions and prognostications on what happens next with Bitcoin and the crypto markets from experts, so-called experts, and wannabe experts. All I can tell you is you don't want to meet me in a dark alley behind the exchange. You're better off meeting those clowns from that horrible podcast. Take your chances with Joel and Travis on this bad news episode number 631 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four... Man, that's hard on a guy's voice. The whole Max Payne bit there. I don't know how long I could talk like that. You did a really nice job. I didn't even quite get the reference, but it was nice. Max Payne. I, I, was that a game? I think it's a game. Sounds like it was a game. No. It, ma- <laughs> I don't know People keep saying more pain is coming in the crypto markets so have we achieved maximum pain yet or not that is there some character something called yeah max there there is a max pain in the uh video game world but that's is not that max pain's voice no okay so there we go i, no. I was kind of lost on that but it was nice it you were like- lost on the last episode too i did a joke and it took you like 30 seconds into the show to get it it's like okay. oh yeah there was the the um the eth emergency you're like, oh, I see what you did there. I heard ETH merge. ETH, ETH emergency is like emergent, yeah. but then ETH merge. Oh, it's yeah. the ETH merge. Oh, yeah. sounds good. My just jokes it. are so intricate and layered that it takes you weeks to get them. That's how good they are. I'm actually not sure that's a sign of them being good. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. I am not Max Payne. I am Joel Com. Although I have been a maximum pain to some people before, but um, Travis Wright is not one of those people. I've just been a min- minimum pain to you, I think. Medium? I've probably been maximum pain to you. You have been maximum pain to me, <laughs> but I love you, friend. Well, thank you, brother. Yeah. See, it's all your fault. You got to look back and say it's all my fault because if I hadn't added Travis to my 2016 list of people that I'd like to know more or whatever it was had me number one on the list see as your own damn fault everything happens for a, a little too much travis five years of it just like uh you guys are here for a reason everything happens for a reason today we're going to talk about the latest news in the crypto world and without any further ado let's get to it Timestamp 423 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 31st of August 2022. So when you listen to this later or in the future or 20 years from now or 100 years from now, when they dig it up for a time capsule, you'll know, you know, when Bitcoin's like five million dollars and 
and you'll be like, oh man, they could have bought Bitcoin at 20,235. Can you believe the whole crypto market cap was just over a trillion dollars? That's ridiculous. Ethereum, 1574, BNB, 282, XRP, 33 cents, Cardano, 45 cents, Solana, 32, Dogecoin, six cents uh number 11 is polka dot 709 and shiba inu at point zero 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 one two two three up point two percent in the last hour how's that for up to the minute that's it's very up to the minute now i've been paying attention to this right now because you know i've watched a few people who um are saying that crypto is going to tank and they said that it would happen by now and now there's and they've been very accurate most of the time, right? So I'm watching it and they're saying they're saying Bitcoin 14, or they're saying if if Bitcoin passes this magical number, then uh and let me pull up what this magical number is. He says if they're pulling up the magical number, the magic um, number is and I guess I could probably I probably shouldn't share this because it's in a room. If we go over uh 20,745 bucks, then we're in a whole brand new world. But it looks like that we could hit 18, uh, 19,893. That's the very bearish line. So we're one of the, we're in that space right now where it's kind of teetering. We're kind of going sideways. But if you look at the overall trend line, it's looking down. They're saying that 14,000 is where we could go. Um, but once that bounces up off of that, we're on for the roll. So we'll see. I don't know. Is it Lots bearish? Of, um... Polish? Sir Lord Joe Com, do we know? Lots of predictions in this particular show. And of course, you'll be able to go to the show notes and follow along or visit them later. Here's a short link for you to get there quickly and with much expeditiousness. Badco.in forward slash 631 will land you on the page with links to all of the show notes. The first story from Cointelegraph, still dubbing themselves the future of money. One day they will be the current state of money. And then 100 years from now, once in the time capsule, they will be the money from the past. Bitcoin could become a zero emission network, according to a report. Like, how much does it cost to uh, to print printing press money? Like, when they're just, you know, printing presses go burr. Know, it's ever been audited to the point where we know exactly how much it costs for them to 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 print money out of thin air. I don't know that we have that number yet, Joel. So this report from the Bitcoin mining count or the, the data is from the Bitcoin mining council. And what they're saying is that they can predict based on Bitcoin's overall carbon footprint and extrapolation of results when the entire Bitcoin network becomes a zero emission network. How does it become carbon negative? By combusting stranded methane gas to mine Bitcoin that would have otherwise been emitted into the atmosphere. So basically, when they can siphon cow farts into Bitcoin mining, then it becomes a, a negative carbon impact. This sounds to me like a, um, a carbon uh, credit kind of a scheme, right? It's like, oh, well, you're doing Bitcoin, but if you can also become carbon negative neutral, or whatever, then, you know, so I think there's something to that. I think we're going to see some interesting stuff popping up as a result of this, Joel. I think we're going to see uh, carbon credits as crypto in the future. And, you know, because it's like if you have yourself a rainforest, well, you could sell those rainforest 
carbon credits because look at all the carbon we're sucking up and generating oxygen. Oh, I have a marijuana farm. Think of all the carbon that's being sucked up. Maybe it will incentivize people to plant more trees, plant more cannabis, plant more things that consumes carbon and emits oxygen. I've always thought that's a good idea, right? But then again, we're also on Earth, and Earth does its own thing. It has its own cycles that go above and beyond anything that we can think we control. Um, you know, we're going to have to see what's going on. I read something today, Joel, that was interesting, that says that uh, by the year 2046, like they said that every 12,068 years or something, there's like a big, massive sort of a die off on the planet and something happens and shit goes crazy. And it says that we're 20, 24, 26 years away from that. But I'm like, how in the hell can you determine that to a precise year? Oh, in July of 2046, we're all fucked. Like, really? How do you know? Like, I don't know. Well, <laughs> you, you don't. There's a um, there's a link one year I, anniversary of bad crypto. Then there's a link I followed from that particular story that I put in the show notes. Banking uses 56 times more energy than Bitcoin. Analysis of Bitcoin's proof of work and Lightning Network exposes the banking system as energy hungry, demonstrating that Bitcoin is better for the planet. Um, the the uh, end result of what this report uh, concluded is that Bitcoin payments are a million times more efficient than the legacy financial system, and the banking sector uses 56 times more energy than Bitcoin. So suck it, banks. Killing the environment with your banking. That That is a lot. It is a lot. Six times more than Bitcoin? Mm -hmm. Where's that article? I linked it up oh, in the I show notes. It. It is related. Banking is 56 more times value chain report. That's huge. Like, holy cow. Like, wow. Again, with That's cows. It takes to just print because it's got to tear down the trees and then the whole process mm -hmm. of making $100 bills to put that strip in. And then it's only like one or two, maybe 3% of paper money is actually paper. I mean, money is actually paper, two or 3%. The rest of it's just digits on a screen. So think about that. Not only are they printing money 24 hours a day as much as humanly possible paper money, that's just like 2 or 3% of the money because the rest of it, they just go typity-tap-tap -tap on the screen. It, and then there's the consequences that you might not see on the surface. For example, where do you have to go to send Bitcoin? Do you have to leave your chair to send Bitcoin, receive Bitcoin? No. But if you want to go to the bank, guess what? You, you've got time that sacrifice because you got to go to the bank you're in your car most often right so you've got that now you're clogging up traffic you're keeping other people from getting yeah. where they need to be so you're you're costing other people time you've got your time in the bank that's costing an employee to handle there's so many other costs that are sunk in the process of traditional banking that and end I up just, being a detriment i agree I mean, and this is just like for an example of just how inefficient government period is, period, right? I had to, I have a flat tire on my Jeep or it's slow leak. So I go to go fix it and I go, all right, fix my that. And give me an oil change. Okay, great. Well, then they text me, oh, hey, you don't have your Marbetta ticket. You got to get your registration for your vehicle. Okay, well, where do I go? So I contact my dude. Where do I go? I got to go to this place. So I go to this collectura place where I got to, get my paperwork. So I got to stand in line to get my paperwork. Then they tell me I need to go over to this other low drive to this other location, 
to go pay my fines. And so I go over there. I'm thinking I'm paying for the whole thing. Nope. I stand in this line. Then they tell me I need to go stand in this other line. So I go stand in that line. They never even call me. So then they finally tell me I can do it online. So I, (laughs) what? So I do it online and then I'm expecting to pay the whole thing. Nope. Now I got to go to Banco Popular to go pay for the thing so I can get my ticket, my registration sticker. Oh, I go over there. It's 404. They just closed four minutes ago. So basically, I've done most all this shit online. Wait, wait. Did you did you have did you have a living 404 error? Is that what happened? God, it was insane. I had <laughs> you to went go. to the bank and it was not found. Right. No, I went to the to get my tire fixed. Oh, sorry, we can't do that. We'll get arrested if we do this without you having paid this. Oh, okay. Wow, I didn't know I had to pay this. I just bought the Jeep. So you mean they sold me the Jeep? Normally they'll sell you if you sell you the vehicle, it has like a full year's worth of thing on. They, Anyway, it's all weird. I got it all taken care of, but now I get my tire taken care of tomorrow. So that was a grumpy thing. This rant brought to you by Sir Lord Travis Wright and the island of Puerto Rico. Now back to our show. This story from time.com, which once upon a time, time was actually a reliable publication. Uh, This article is interesting, but by and large, I would not read Time magazine. Uh, This is opinion piece expert Bitcoin price predictions from 10,000 to 28,000 in 2022 and beyond, depending who you speak with. What are the things that are causing Bitcoin's price movement? Well, the Federal Reserve, we're going to talk a little bit about Chairman Jerome Powell in a little bit, saying that the U.S. Central Bank will use its tools forcefully to combat inflation. Yeah, By that, they mean we're going to print more money or we're going to raise interest rates. Those are the, the tools that they use. It's never about, you know, the free market doing what the free market is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's just one reason. Many more reasons. So many reasons. Coffin. This cough is not part of the sanctioned uh, part of the show, but uh, but Bitcoin hasn't been over fifty thousand dollars since Christmas twenty twenty one. I miss it. I miss it so much. Now, by the time you're listening to this thing, and uh, it's a long way off the long old time high, and it might be uh, it might be a little farther down. We'll have to but see. Right? We'll Bitcoin see. is still twice as valuable as it was two years ago. So. Right. You know, if you bought Bitcoin in uh, 2019, you're sitting pretty right now. Like it's it's a it's a good day. Your portfolio is quite ripe and better than it would have been if you put it in gold. That's for sure. Or the stock market. Crypto goes up. Crypto goes down. That's the way it goes. And you should have known that by now if you listen to any of our shows, which you're listening right now. So thank you. Mm-hmm. So, and we're still kind of coupled to the stock market. You know, when people panic in the stock market, they still panic in crypto. It's a very risky asset. Crypto is risky and people want to know that they've got some of their worthless fiat currency in the bank. Yeah. Really, it seems to me, Joel, that uh, Bitcoin is kind of treated like a tech stock by most people. It seems like it's like, so it's still part of the whole system, but they go, you know what? It's more like a tech stock than it is an independent sort of cryptocurrency on its own that should be viewed as its own. So they just, so in their mind, if all of the stock market's going down, then crypto should go down too. But that's why crypto's here so that it doesn't do that, right? At some point, um, we will see a decoupling. But I'll tell you what, I don't see how we avoid max pain 
with this uh, the so-called inflation reduction bill, which was nothing but pork barrel stuff, had nothing to do with reducing inflation. If you believe that it does, congratulations, you now need a rectal cranial extraction. Well, dude, I mean, here's what's happening. That whole COVID farce that happened, right? And for those of you who went out and did not get the vaccine, congratulations, you survived the largest PSYOP in the history of the world up until this point, most likely, right? There's more coming, but congratulations. Only 30 plus percent of people did not get that jab. And look at how many people that thing's killing now. Now you start looking at all those small businesses that had closed down with that quarantine. Now all these businesses are shutting down for real. If you look at what's going on in Europe, now that Russia has shut off oil to Europe, you're looking at some of these electric bills in Ireland, like some of these small businesses who are normally spending thousand dollars a month are spending ten thousand pounds a month dude the bills you go and look at the fuel bills the energy bills the great reset will happen through the use and the exaggerated cost of the electric system Mm -hmm. people are not going to be able to pay their electric bills small businesses are going to shut down dude a lot of mom and pops are not even going to be able to pay their electric bill dude look at them over there the price has raised so much and it's august it's not even winter when they need that electric to be a certain price, dude, they're going to be so hosed. This winter is going to is shaping up to be really fucked. It's a conspiracy theory. I, I sent you a, a meme that uh, Zuby posted on his uh, Twitter yesterday, and it's a like a fifties picture of a little girl with her mom, and she's going, "Mom, what's a conspiracy theorist?" And the mom says, "Somebody who figures out the truth before most people, dear." And I I tell you, there's people that, you know, 10, 20 years ago that thought we were crazy. There's some of you think we're crazy now. If you're not caught up yet, you're way the hell behind. Um, And then they're like, they're the ones that have left us the one and two star reviews because they thought that we were so insane. But I'm here to listen to crypto. I'm not here to listen to politics. Like uh, crypto and politics are kind of entwined there, brah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They they do go hand in hand, and uh, I'm going to put this meme into our show notes so that producer Lisa can uh, put it there for all y'all's enjoyment to see as well. I don't see this. Um, this article references Solana tanking, but there's really not much in there. But di- didn't um, another thing happen with Solana this week? Were you aware of another something being shut down or other that Solana failed again? Well, I don't know if it it failed recently. I just know that over the last few months, there's been multiple scenarios. One, where it was hacked. Two, where it was DDoS. Three, where there was the double spend issue. So there's just a bunch of shit that's been going wrong with Solana. And However, though, dude, I was watching some stuff about Unreal Engine and some of the top Unreal Engine games that they were recommending. I saw it on a couple of YouTube channels, and they were talking – they were talking about uh, Star Atlas as one of the most amazing games that could be coming out, and that's on Solana. But who knows? Maybe so. Maybe it'll move from one to another down the road. We'll see. I'm uh, I'm stacking my Atlas in Polis tokens because right now they're you know the value is really low, but. Uh, that's one, and this is not investment advice, gang. Do D Y O R. That means do your own research. But uh, if they're able to pull this off, I definitely see an increase in value on those tokens forth 
coming. Uh, so did you see this? This just broke here right before we were about to record on Coindesk.com. District of Columbia suing MicroStrategy founder Michael Saylor for tax fraud. They're also suing uh, the, his software company for allegedly helping him evade taxes on his earnings in the district. Of course, these are just accusations. And I don't know what, you know, Michael Saylor's response has been to this yet, but um, they're, they're going after him. Well, I would almost, it's wild. I don't know all the details of it, but I'm just looking at it ancillarily. If that's even a word. It is um, now. Now it is. But I mean, I know that, you know, MicroStrategy was buying Bitcoin around 40,000. It was buying Bitcoin and these different numbers. So it's conceivable that he's actually lost money. Yeah. I mean, depending on when he bought in Bitcoin and when he pulled out or if he, I don't think they've actually pulled out, but they're saying that, uh, so Mike, but I don't know what MicroStrategy is doing. And this doesn't necessarily say anything directly about crypto. They're well, saying that he's lived in the district for more than a decade and has never paid any DC income taxes. So that could be its own thing. Well, so it's because he, um, he lived in the district for at least 183 days per year, which is the minimum to be statutory resident. But he all he claimed to be a resident of Florida or Virginia by purchasing property there and registering to vote there. They put uh, MicroStrategy reports his residency as being in Florida for his forms filed with the uh, IRS. So they're saying there's some janky stuff. They're saying that he owes 25 million in taxes to the district. They want back taxes treble damages, civil penalties, expenses, fees. Uh, this will be interesting to watch. There's not been a reply from him yet as the story just broke. Well, I would say this. For one, why in the hell would anyone want to spend 183 days in the district? That'd be enough to snatch uh, the soul right from your being. Can you imagine living there? Just being, you know how they say, you know, radiation poisoning is something you get from being too close to um, ra radioactive toxicity. Can you imagine living in the Beltway? That is just one big toxic dump. Dude, it, it's actually if if you this is some, this is not even conspiracy theory at this point, but if you look at how uh, Washington D.C. was actually built, one. It's like a sideways square, right? So it's kind of built like meh. But inside that, there's actually, there is sacred geometry built inside Washington, D.C. in the shape of a pentagram. And, and literally, and if you look at, dude, they were all, if everybody who was part of building Washington, D.C., you can chuckle all you want, but they were full-on Freemasons. Mm -hmm. so that shit is to the, if you look at it, it's in the shape of a pentagram where the White House is on one point, Washington's um, obelisk is in another point, and then you got all of the, and then Congress is in a. If you look at it, they are all on the points of a pentagram. Be it what it may, conspiracy or not, they were Freemasons. They made that shit as precise as possible. It's I, I don't disagree, and I do chortle for some reason. I don't know why, but it is. Could it be Satan? I don't know. Could be. Could it, it be? Could be Michael Saylor? Could it be yeah. Michael Strategy? Those of us who Michael were Saylor, adults in the 80s remember uh, the end of the Cold War. And at that time, Ronald Reagan uh, was you know, the president here in the U.S. And he with Mikhail Gorbachev, who was the, uh, the head dude, the last Soviet president, uh, which is now, yeah. of course, Russia. Uh, he died. He was 91 years old. 
Yeah. And uh, that was the end of the Soviet Union. He tore down the wall. The yeah, wall. I got something for you on that one, too, which is a little weird. Okay. It's a weird, a weird thing. So me. Reagan died in 2004, right? Yes. Gorbachev dies today. Exactly. Or yesterday, whenever he died, 6,600 and wait. 6,660 days ago. Wow. That's in between Reagan and Gorbachev when they died. Literally wow. not even a spoof number. That's just how many days they died in between each other. Coincidence or has something to do with Pentagon M in Washington, D.C.? Do not know. Years, you know, 18 years like this. To be determined. Okay, maybe keep accent for the next uh, article just to pay tribute to Mikhail Gorbachev. Crypto.com accidentally transferred $10.5 million to client instead of a $100 refund. <laughs> the court documents allege that the recipient used a portion of the funds to purchase a luxury mansion upon receipt. <laughs> Jackpot! Yeah. So, but this is not, these are Australian dollars. So it's a little different, but uh, these it's two Melbourne women, these two Melbourne women got this cash. They were supposed to get a hundred dollar refund, got 10.5 million. They didn't tell anyone. Yeah. They didn't tell anyone. <laughs> they just pulled that money out, did their own things and went and bought a $1.35 million five bedroom luxury home in Craigie Bend. Really? So now she was ordered to sell the property and return the main remaining funds or face potential contempt of court. Uh, the, uh, the lawyers um, said there's no doubt that if you saw that in your account, you would know it shouldn't be there. And the onus is actually on you to call the sender and say, uh, look, that shouldn't have come into my account. I mean, I, that's what I would have done. That's what you would have done. That's yeah. what most people would have done. Well, like in a centralized financial institution, they're going to take that and reverse that anyway. And they're thinking, oh, this is a crypto transaction. That's final and irreversible. But crypto.com is a centralized financial institution. They're coming mm -hmm. after you. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they can't just they can't just call it back like a traditional final uh, financial institution could, but they can come after you. So so coming there's that. That's what they're gonna do. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is part of the uh, deal. By the way, this story uh, also in Cointelegraph, which I need to insert here because I think this is important. Bitcoin mining has never been more competitive, even as Bitcoin loses 13 percent in August. So uh, the average hash rate is is looking at new all time highs of its own. I think that that's pretty remarkable, and you can uh, you can find a link to that, Trev, in the uh, show notes right after. Oh, there's another article. I just tapped this right on in here. Tap it's the it. article from Cron from the Houston Chronicle. Texas crypto mining rush may need as much power as the entire state of New York. So the crypto miners up there, they are moving into Texas. That's what they thought was going to happen. And now they're sending the state the state's electricity use skyrocketing right before winter and um you know it seems to me there should be more people using solar or some other stuff to mine your cryptos right but i guess it's not mining it enough or it doesn't have enough electric power from the, or maybe it just our solar power just isn't strong enough or maybe we should be using zero point energy or something i don't know we should by this point we should be using whatever nikola tesla said we should have been using but jp morgan said no thank you we need to be able to bill people Mm -hmm. Right. If we can't if you have people having free electric, how are we going to bill them? No, you don't. It's free. It's green. No, no, no. We need to bill them. So whatever 
Nikola Tesla thought of that used the ionosphere and using the Earth's energy grid, uh, its own fields, energy. Like we have way, way more energy than we could ever possibly use if we just knew how to tap into it. Uh, but they took that. So what effect does Jerome Powell, the chairman of the uh, uh, the Federal Reserve, have? Well, he uh, he spoke the other day and the headline here on Reuters, Powell sees pain ahead. Max Payne as Fed sticks to the fast lane to beat inflation. And that means that if they need to bring interest rates up, that's what they're going to do. He uh, he warned on Friday in his bluntest language yet about what is in store for the world's biggest economy. He said reducing inflation is likely to require a sustained period of below trend growth, while higher interest rates, slower growth and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation. They'll also bring some pain, max pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation, but a failure to restore price stability would mean far greater pain. Um, I, I can restore price stability, get these nutbags out of out of office. Get the fake president out of there. Uh, Do you miss Trump now? Do you miss Trump now? Any of y'all that were like, he's he's Hitler. He's literally Hitler. And and he's going to go full fascist. All the things that that these people, these nutburgers said. And I I have friends that are some of these nutburgers that predicted what Trump was going to do. Meanwhile, we had a booming economy. Things were going great. He didn't do everything perfect. That's for sure. But these clowns came in and they brought a wrecking ball to America and uh, they're going to keep doing it. And as long as people are stupid enough to keep voting for it, it's literally the modus operandi over there. It's like when the other group is doing something better than you and you don't like what they're doing or you're wrong in a big way. Basically, all they start doing is calling them Nazis or they're just like Hitler or they're fascist. That's one of their gameplays. I watched a video today about it that talked about what they were going to do. And this was a video from like 40 years ago. It was from, it was from a judge. It was literally, I'm actually going to read this. Let me pull this up because I saved it because I thought it was Mike Judge, good. the creator of um, uh, Beavis and Butthead. No, this is it. Different judge. Opinion from a former judge, Keith Alber of California. I am a student of law whose age is 85. My first year of college was 68 years ago. One class I took was political science. A half page in my textbook essentially outlined a few steps to overturn a democracy. Step one, divide the nation philosophically. Step two, foment racial strife. Step three, cause distrust of police authority. Step four, swarm the nation's borders indiscriminately and unconstitutionally. Step five, engender the military strength to weaken it. Step six, overburden citizens with more unfair taxation. Step seven, encourage civil rioting and discourage accountability for all crimes. Step eight, control all balloting. Step nine, control all media. What was printed in 1954 as a possible diabolic nightmare has become an emerging reality. I hope that Americans will unite enough to pen a good finish. But Trump's literally Hitler. Yeah, yay. Tell them, tell them, tell everybody that what we're doing is actually what they're doing. It's a step. It's a step further. It's worse than that because they can't even define what a woman is anymore. Men can get pregnant and women can have penile instruments 
Okay. That's what it is, dude. That's the world that we live in. The gender stuff aside, that is what it is. But they've caused so much division. And I've watched Obama talk about this, like what the CIA has done in other countries to sort of destabilize them. They're doing that exact same shit here. And if you don't see it by now, I'm sorry. I mean, I really wish you could see it. Sorry for you. Not not sorry to you. Uh, Speaking of government, the FBI is pressuring crypto projects to place more focus on security. They're warning DeFi developers to implement more safety measures for investors, and they are going to continue policing the unregulated crypto world because in the first half of 2022, $2 billion worth of crypto was stolen through hacks and exploits and so the government's going to fix that gang they're going to come in here and they're going to protect you because oh, the fbi the I'm, fbi yeah. is warning DeFi developers. Yeah. oh yeah i trust the fbi 100 yeah 120 yeah oh yeah very very trustworthy uh not even max Payne says the fbi is not trustworthy uh they're going to come in The government's going to come in and they're going to regulate stuff, which basically is going to eliminate opportunity for the middle class and the lower class to uh, income class to make money investing in crypto. And the rich will get richer. And uh, they're trying to eliminate the middle class and basically just create a ruling class and the working class. Sound familiar? happening right before your eyes like now anybody who says that's a conspiracy is literally happening right before your eyes you're seeing it play out that's true all right we're going to roll through some of these other ones here folks because we know we like this to roll through things argentina uh 1.7 million argentines can now pay taxes in crypto in the mendoza (laughs) province that's just one of the provinces within argentina but the government is trying to uh, modernize and innovate you can read that from the street in the show notes and let's jump over to uh asia samsung yep the technology powerhouse wants to open a crypto exchange in korea next year they recently launched asia's first global blockchain exchange traded fund and uh they are gonna go after it they see that um that crypto is the future and now they're working on a licensing agreement with the government and they're looking at how they get into blockchain and in crypto industry so not just smartphones and televisions yeah through samsung next that's their venture capital arm they poured money into axie infinity super rare ftx board ape yacht club they've been pouring money into high profile nft and crypto properties and so it seems like, here we go, Samsung, dude, those Samsung notes and those new phones and stuff that have crypto. And dude, we knew it was going to do that. Didn't they partner with Engine long ago? We yep, know it's yep. coming. It's all coming, gang. Going to skip this next story. And if you want to wonder what it is and why I'm skipping it, I'm just not really interested. It's in the show notes. This is interesting to me, though, from ibtimes.com. Crypto miner malware hits systems across 11 countries, infects 111,000 users through popular apps. I tell you, they these scammers and hackers are getting more sophisticated. They're downloading software, which looks to be real. For example, Google Translate um, software, and uh, people are downloading illegitimate versions and uh, they're infecting uh, the, these miners. And this just reminds me how easy it is to uh, to scam. Um, you and I own pudgy penguins. Do you still own your penguin or do you I sell sold it? 
I sold okay. it at like two and a half. Each okay, one. so um, they're they're back, and there's some cool things happening with them. But I saw a tweet today from a verified account that said pudgy penguins about a free mint of a pudgy penguin to say thanks. It looked legitimate. It even have a, had a verified badge on it. Uh, but the name, the at on it was not pudgy penguins. And I'm looking at and going, wait a second. How does a non-verified account call itself pudgy penguins? And I'm thinking there are scammers out there, Trav, that are buying verified accounts changing the title the display name on that account and then perpetuating scams not the at handle the handle remains whatever it was you can't change that but they can change the display name but because right. it looks verified so for them to go in and pay several thousand dollars for a verified account that somebody will sell with them they can go in there and scam it for a whole bunch more you got to be careful Right. So somebody could literally have a verified say and then change your name to Sir Lord Joel Com, make it look like Joel Com's photo, but the name could be Jimmy Whatever. And yeah, they can just change that. They can't change the at Jimmy Whatever because if so, then the verified goes away. Jimmy. But they can display all you want. So Jimmy Whatever. Jimmy. Um, this article on Forbes, Ethereum founder issues urgent upgrade warning after wild Bitcoin and crypto price swings. Beep, boop. Uh, the, apparently to read everything on Forbes, is there a paywall on here now? Yes, there is. I'm not going to de-paywall it. Something that uh, that Buterin was, uh, Vitalik was saying, make sure you update your clients. The merge is coming around September 10th through 20th. The beacon chain hard fork is on September 6th. Now I'm hoping it's the bacon chain because if you get bacon with your hard fork, that is Ethereum bonus. But he's telling people update your clients before then. I, you know, it would not surprise me. This, this is not like, um, you know, a, a Y2K thing, right? Because they've had time to figure this out. But I do feel like there's a lot of room for things to go wrong when they actually flip the switch on the merge and for the markets to get very scary for a little bit. I got to buckle in. So the next couple 10 to 20 days is going to be weird, huh? Good luck, think, everybody. May the farce be with you. I, I said the farce. I did say farce. So uh, what is interesting is that Ethereum products have grown in August as Bitcoin products have dipped. And a lot of this is because of the merge and, and the speculation on what this means to the Ethereum marketplace. And we recently had an interview. Who was the, the guy we just talked to? Um, I can't remember names very well, but it was for the last episode with ETH Emergency. And he was saying that, you know, we're still going to have gas fees initially. I thought it was going to eliminate the gas fees. It's not going to eliminate them right away. It's going to take some time. Uh, but this merge is allegedly good for the ecosystem. Is this another case of buy the rumor and sell the uh, or buy the, the news and then sell, you know, when the thing actually happens? Buy the rumor, sell the news, right? When it actually happens, that's the news. We shall see. A lot of people don't pay attention to the uh, the emotional aspects of crypto, and they just you know do the charts. Charts mm -hmm. say crypto's probably Bitcoin's probably going to go down to fourteen. Was was Ethereum going to do? Don't know. Maybe Ethereum takes off and Bitcoin stays down. We'll see. I don't know, but the crash has impacted a whole lot of people, and we're going to go ahead and see. There's an article here about the uh, one teacher's dream investment turned into a nightmare loss. So that that kind of sucked. If they had sold everything, they would have had a quarter million of pounds. 
Yeah. I wanted to get to 500,000 and then take out half. I had over 300,000 around Christmas. You didn't take out your profits. Wham. Right. <laughs> Suck it. Hey, you guess what? Welcome. Learned. <laughs> welcome to 2017, 18. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to everybody's world. Apparently there was a whistleblower. How's that news, bro? There's a whistleblower inside uh, Ava Labs. We've had somebody from Ava Labs on the show before, and they're the company behind the Avalanche blockchain. And this whistleblower accused Ava Labs um, of paying lawyers to hurt competitors and keep regulators at bay uh the uh the founders dismissing it as a smear campaign uh avax dropped 11 percent when this happened is it true well we just know it's true that people are being accused whether or not it actually happened i don't know uh, i'll tell you what i am looking forward to trav is the hearing from the twitter whistleblower because, you know, of course, Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter for $44 billion. And then he said, mm, you know what? There's got to be more than 5% of the accounts that are bot and spam accounts. And he and he says he was misled. And now um, he has subpoenaed that whistleblower to get all kinds of communications on the company's spam and alleged security vulnerabilities. It's time for everything to come out. Let's find out just how messed up is Twitter. Yeah. Bots is a big problem, guys. The bots are a big problem. I'm going to actually, I'm going to go off the rails. I'm going to share this article from uh, that Chris Snook. Hold shared. on. Yeah. Travis is going off the rails. Going off the rails. So check this out. So there's a team called Jigger, J-I-G-G-E-R. Be careful with that word. But they've done some analysis on every pitch take and game three website and token launch pad. And here's what they've determined. One game that sits on the top three of Binance with 35,000 monthly active users, they've determined that it's 70% bots. What? They've determined, they've, they've analyzed 60 plus games and services they found over 200,000 bots. On average, every Web3 game, according to their data, has 40 plus percent bots because investors love bots. Investors don't love bots, but they love results. And so a lot of times they're using this to sort of trick investors and saying, hey, look at how the growth we're having. We're having all this growth, Joel. And so, um, yeah, I'll post this link to this article here that talks fakey, about fakey, this with fakers. Yeah. So, so get on the Jigger team for doing the research on it to figure it out. And then they can literally determine where those bots are and who runs those bots. You with your your bots and your fakeness. A Kiss couple other bots, Joel. Kiss them. Some uh, some NFT stories here as we wind up. Moonbirds are going to store NFT art in chain, meaning that the NFT can be generated completely off the underlying smart contract without any need for an off-chain storage provider. And they raise fifty million dollars in Series A funding. Uh, definitely, if a if a collection could be considered blue chip and i would still allege that it's wrong to call uh, anything but crypto punks and um board apes blue chip yet uh moonbirds could be you know considered the closest thing to that because what kevin rose is up to there with the uh the proof collective team is hey, definitely hey, Joel, top notch Joel, sir Joel, sir bad crypto is a blue chip podcast because I, 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 I say that you can say, I mean, I don't know. We're kind of maybe like off. Uh, we're like maybe off white. Are you feeling oh, blue? 
I don't know. It's a little, yeah, maybe we're kind of like medium blue. We're not full on blue. We're just like maybe baby blue. So as of uh, when, when was this report? There was a report that came out from Dune Analytics um, and they are saying that Nike is uh, out of these 10 companies, Nike is number one in terms of the revenue they've made from NFTs, 185 yeah. million dollars in NFTs. And that's because of their acquisition of Artifact, right? That's yeah. that's what's happened there. And by the way, for those of us who own Clonexes, which I've had you know all year, today was the day that you got to forge. And depending upon the traits and characteristics of your Clonex, you got to go forge hoodies, T-shirts, caps, socks, and sneakers. And I, I kid you not, I spent $6,000 minting <laughs> everything I could mint. There was like 30 items that I was able to mint for my one Clonex. And it wow. might have been my most foolish investment of the year or it could have been super valuable. I don't know. But it's like, all right, I've held this this darn thing all year. Now's the time. And it started because you held a meta key, which was the meta key slash artifact, right. which I wasn't, I, I could have probably if I'd have been paying attention. You don't pay attention. attention. Yeah. Too much to pay attention to in this shit. I mean, I, I need a, I need an NFT notification. There, that, oh that's actually God, NFT notification. <laughs> NFTification. NFTification. NTF notification. It wouldn't be a bad idea. Also, not a bad idea is to give us reviews because we give you shout outs. Footbones gave us five stars, said, Great show, been listening for years. I am so sorry, so lazy. Sorry, George and Thomas. I finally got off my lazy corn processor and gave you the five stars you deserve. This is not financial or legal advice. Which is George and which is Thomas? You're probably George. I'm probably Thomas. I'll be George. Joel okay. and George and George. Thomas. That's kind of it. But thanks for getting off your lazy cornhole. Yep. If you want to review us, especially if you want to give us five stars, we'd appreciate that. Go to if you've iTunes. If you've never done it, please do it because the the uh, the Apple algorithm loves reviews and it boosts it so that people can find us. And so not a lot of people are probably reviewing crypto podcasts right now since it's crypto winter. So if you can do that, that'd be great. Yeah, because they're experiencing max pain and nobody, nobody wants that right now. But we do appreciate you subscribing, reviewing, sharing the show with others. One show left for you before we go on vacation. But again, we have curated the best of bad crypto. And while we are taking a one month sabbatical, you will be hearing uh, some inc some of the best content we've ever created, and you may have you've missed never it. Heard these. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, want if to. you've not heard these, then uh, you're going to want to hear them. So we're going away, but we're not going away. We're here to stay. You're stuck with us. Sorry, not sorry. Taking a hiatus. Joel is taking a journey. I'm going to be taking a dump, and I'll probably see corn. And when I do, I'll know that's when I need to stay back. And flush the toilet. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.